Hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. You are on Queering the Air at 3CR Community Radio. Um, you might have heard us mumbling over the music before. That's because we had the panel on when we didn't think we did. So sorry about any confusion there. We are broadcasting as normal today. You're in the studio with Amy. Hey, Amy. Hello. And I'm Sasha. Um, we'd like to start by um, acknowledging that 3CR broadcasts and is on land that was stolen from the... Um, people of the Kulin Nation and that sovereignty was never ceded and we pay respect to um, elders past and present. Um. Yeah, so um, this is actually our first show of 2016. So, um, you know, welcome back to you guys also. Um, And actually, this is my first show for a few months now. I actually had a little break. Um, Yeah, so I'm excited to be back, a little bit nervous. I feel a bit... um, uh, out of practice, but that's okay. And it's lovely <laughs> to have you here. I, I missed you. Oh, I missed yeah. you too. I missed coming in here. I was actually, um, I told this to Amy before, <laughs> listeners, but I, um, I was, um, <coughs> I said to someone that Amy was my host the other day instead of my co-host, which makes me sound like I'm a parasite, but um, <laughs> actually we're co-hosts, aren't we, Amy? <laughs> yes, yes, very much so. Yes, that's definitely what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't host anyone. <laughs> So we ha- we have a show full of stuff today. Yeah, so uh, mostly we're actually going to be focusing on Midsummer, um, which is Melbourne's uh, gay and lesbian queer, uh, you know, summer of love. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to talk mostly about that, um, talking about our kind of highlights, what we think are highlights basically. But, you know, obviously there's a whole program out there for you to go and peruse. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Twitter. Sasha's going to bring us some news about Twitter and we're going to have a little bit of a talk about that. Um, and then we're also uh, going to talk um, at the end about um, Invasion Day events and Survival Day events uh, based around Melbourne. Um, yeah. Yes, we are. Yeah. So we might cut to a track now. Um, this is Alala by CSS. Hi, listeners. You are on Queering the Air on 3CR Community Radio. Um, we just listened to a couple of tracks. The second track was, um, you'd never guess it, Developers <laughs> by Linda Cordrois. The first track before that was Make Out by Julia Noons. Now, um, on Queering the Air, we do have a policy of like liking to play uh, music by queer and trans people because how often do you get to hear music that's made by us and it's usually made for us, like love songs etc um that second track i don't know actually if that band um would uh, be a queer or trans band um that just ended up in my music files um i don't know how we had to shazam and such like what is this yeah yeah i i decided to take a gamble and play it even though i didn't recognize the track name assuming that i just misnamed it or something so um you're welcome listeners because wasn't wasn't that something yeah um Oh, yeah. We were having a good old giggle. We were. Um, So we're going to tell you more about more (laughs) Midsummer events. Um, There's a couple more things happening at Hez and Hyenas that sound fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So um, the next event we want to plug was um, it's an event called, a performance event called High Heartbreak. So this is um, Kath Duncan, who some of you may know. um, I believe Kath has also done some radio 
um, programming here. Yeah, and she's also been a performer at Quipping, so I think she's maybe mm, even MC to Quipping. She's quite, uh, yeah, prominent in, at, in the Quipping's crew. Um, but yeah, so she's doing her first solo show uh, in brackets. It says with guests. Um, so the gr- show is about uh, feature. I'm just going to read this. Uh, featuring grief, psychoactives, love, loss, and redemption, all set on a big rumpled bed. Mm. Sounds very interesting. Yeah. Um, High Heartbreak is the story of Kath's breakup and bereavement with her former partner, Tyron Laidlaw, via music, dance, spoken word, archives, and projection. Kath bears her soul and her fleshy bod in this weird ride through love and hate compressed into one hallucinogenic night. I'm super excited about this. Yeah. I think it's going to be a really interesting show, um, maybe rather intense as well. Yeah. Um, but it sounds it sounds really amazing. Um, yeah. So that one is um, $15 full price and $10 concession. So, um, and you can book, so it starts at 8 p.m. It's on, sorry, I didn't say the date. It's on the 2nd of February. It's just the one showing. Uh, it starts at 8 p.m. And you can book, like all of, it seems like all of the events at um, Heads and Highness through trybooking.com. Um, so the second event that we wanted to plug at Heads and Hyenas um, is, oh, this is the fourth one, the second one I'm talking about, um, Rapid Fire. So some of you will know this has been an ongoing event at Hairs and Hyenas for many years. Um, uh, spoken word event. It's been going on for a long time. Um, so this one is on... February 4th, so it's going to be 12 writers. They each have six minutes. Um, it's 15 and $10 concession. Um, and I'm just trying to, here we go. So this, so the people, the lineup includes, and I apologize for anyone's name I mispronounce, um, Julie Peters, Reverse Butcher and Kylie Supsky, Squirrel Maine, Gabriella Georges, Quinn Eads, Gregory Frank, Chumi, Morganics, Dosh Luckwell, and Jackie Anima, with one more to be announced. Um, yeah, so that should be um, a really cool event. Starts at 8 on the 4th of February. And again, you can um, book through Try Booking. But all of this is on the Hairs and Hyenas um, webpage, as well as, um, as, well as the Midsummer um, program. Yeah, so that's our, our roundup of um, Hairs stuff. Um, there will be more events that we're going to give you a little bit of an overview of later in the show. Um, we're just going to cut to some community announcements now and then going to talk to you about some more stuff. Slavery is back. Welcome to a place where private business profit from a captive labour force yet pennies are spent on medical services to a population in which the indigenous, the poor and the mentally ill are overrepresented. Where isolation, humiliation and degradation are facts of life. Welcome to prison. It depends who's telling the story, I suppose. The prisoners would have one view, the people who work in the prison system would have another, and I think it's up to people to decide uh, where the truth is. Give government propaganda and the media spin doctors the flick. And check out Doin' Time for news, views and tunes on prison issues from Guantanamo Bay to Christmas Island to prisons and detention centres everywhere. Every Monday at 4pm on your community radio 3CR. 
We are still fired up, and we're still talking about revolution. Hi, I'm Tristan Taramino, and you're listening to Queering the Air on 3CR. You are listening to Queering the Air on 3CR. Um, I'm in the studio with Amy and I'm Sasha. And next up, we've got a little bit of news. Usually we focus on the news a little bit more on this show because I like to read the news. Um, But we're mostly focusing on Midsummer this month. Um, There has been something in the last couple of weeks that's come up that was worthy of attention, though. Uh, Twitter has just officially changed its rules. The Twitter rules is what they're called. Um... (laughs) I kept hunting for, like, the official sounding title and then I realised it was that. Um, And um, so it now explicitly bans um, homophobic and transphobic tweets. Um, Sort of some offshoots from that, some various different issues that surround it. Uh, The first thing that makes this newsworthy is I would have assumed that they would have had something explicit about homophobia and transphobia already in any of their rules or policies. Um, I feel like maybe some of the other big social media companies do, but... Maybe they just, you know, say very broad things about hate speech or harassment. Yeah, I think it's more about that kind of thing. I don't think I've ever heard Facebook. I mean, I don't really use Twitter myself. No, me neither. Um, But I've never really heard Facebook use that. Well, I've never seen them use that kind of language. It's it's hate speech. Yeah, actually, you're right. And when I have Mm. reported stuff on Facebook or um, YouTube, my favourite, yeah, I think it maybe is like a little bit more general. So You can't see me, obviously. because you can't see, you can hear us, but uh, I'm rolling my eyes at <laughs> Sasha because I uh, report, as most anybody who's probably reported anything on Facebook um, because you found it um, discriminatory or, you know, appalling mm. on some level, mm. um, we'll know what a waste of time that is. The only thing that seems to move Facebook on these kinds of issues is bad press. Yeah, pretty much. It's very disappointing, isn't it? Because some of the stuff you find is, yeah, just um, beyond belief. Um, in fact, Amy, you were saying to me before that you reckon that maybe Twitter is getting in there and they're hoping to appear to be very proactive on the issue of harassment and homophobia because um, they want to kind of have a bit of a head up on, on Facebook and stuff like that. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, no, that's definitely what I think. Um, if I'm being cynical about this and I think that, you know. Cynicism yep. is sometimes called for. Called for. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that actually, um, mind blank, sorry, Twitter. Uh, <laughs> uh, bit out of practice, folks. <laughs> I'm trying not to cough as well. Um um, yeah, I think that, that, yeah, I mean, Twitter don't, obviously don't really, I think, don't, have never shown before any kind of, you know, having any ethic about, you know, being progressively minded. No. Um, and, you know, I think it's no secret that, you know, uh, Facebook really came under a lot of criticism <coughs> from the queer community with their name policy stuff. Yeah, in which you were supposed to provide your um, like your real name, more or less, which yeah. is fraught for lots and lots of reasons, if you're queer or trans. Um. <coughs> um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I think they are trying to get the upper edge on Facebook here, yeah. trying to get, a, you know, that market that are, are really frustrated with Facebook for, you know, a lot of their kind of stuff that they, they won't stand against. Yeah. They've got no interest in standing against. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it. I don't know. I think it. Um, 
it remains to be seen what that policy actually means in practice. Yeah, and there are a few, there are a few issues surrounding that that I find interesting and potentially might lead to some problems. Um, one of the first things I can think of is that people could troll accounts that were like the accounts of queer or trans activists and get them reported for using words like dyke or fag or I'm assuming they're not going to count queer as a slur. Um, but in, mm. um, when Yahoo bought Tumblr, um, which is a source of actually quite a lot of interesting um, writing on social justice and, you know, the experiences of various different groups of people, queer people, trans people, people of colour, disabled people, etc. Um, obviously, those groups are not mutually exclusive. Um, that, uh, yeah, Tumblr was bought by um, Yahoo and then um, any mentions of queer or lesbian or gay um, suddenly were classified as, I think, 18 plus and so were censored and were very hard to access. So um, I don't know if that's going to be such a major thing on Twitter, but I wonder Mm. if there could be weird um, ramifications there. And there's also been reports that have arisen that um, there are certain words that aren't going to be classified as homophobic slurs, like apparently faggot isn't counted, which (laughs) I guess brings up lots of stuff around the reclamation of words and who can Mm. use what language, obviously someone who self-identifies as a faggot can use that word, but there are definitely other people that that um, can't um, cough, straight people cough. Um, and, <laughs> I don't know, maybe other, other groups within the queer community as well would be advised not to. Um, so that's a bit complicated because what if you are, um, you know, self-identified and use a particular word that's a slur, like kind of what I was saying before, um, well, so, I think I think it's really interesting to think about how they might have come up with what's in and what's out. Like, mm, yeah, they must. I assume they must have had, you know, like consultations with, um, you know, people who identified as queer. Yeah. Um, and you know, I guess faggot perhaps was low down of the people that they, you know, um, interviewed or you know whatever did focus groups with. They said they didn't find that an issue. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I can only imagine that's the way that you would probably come up with a list of words because if we're speaking about specific language, mm. you know, and it's sort of it's a bit problematic because then you're not really looking at the content, are you? No. You're just focusing on words and language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you've just like articulated the point I was trying to make. Of yeah, it sort of de- it decontextualizes mm. the language potentially. This the Twitter rules as now we know they're called. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll see where that goes. I do see that could be interesting. Maybe nothing mm. will happen. Um, maybe Twitter is just trying to – I'm trying to segue to our next track, um, not very effectively, but maybe Twitter is just trying to F the pain away. So this next track is a classic Peaches track, um, Massive Language Warning. I can't even say the title on air without a language morning. Um, enjoy. It's a classic. Go look up her new track, Rub. We decided not to play that um, because we weren't quite sure what our station's policies were. It was were. like, what did you say, audio porn? Yeah, it was. It was like fantastic, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe not everybody would want that yeah. playing on a Sunday afternoon. Can't <laughs> imagine why not, but maybe some people would. <laughs> maybe if there are, yeah. I'm just going to play the track now. I'm going to play the track. You know, I used to get grumpy about language warnings and then I realised how <laughs> silly I was being. If for no other reason, people with young kids probably don't want peaches blaring across the radio. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, I've grown up a bit since then, listeners. Okay, here is um, peaches. Language warning. Hello, listeners. You're here on 3CR, queering the air, 855 AM. You're with Amy and Sasha. Hi, we. That was Peaches with 
Can we say what the title was? Language warning. Language warning. Put the pain away. <laughs> um, and yeah, that was a classic. Um, it also reminded me of an anecdote about peaches that I'm sure a lot of people will know, but I was just delighted to find out. Um, before peaches made it big, she was a primary school music teacher. Um, so when she says stay in school because it's the best, she hypothetically really means that, you know. Um, and again, when she says the teachers of peaches. Or not. Because I guess she didn't <laughs> stay in school, did she? She she became peaches instead. But anyway, there are kids out there who had her as their primary school music teacher. And I'm, I'm sure that they were the better for it. Um, so, Amy, up next, you did a brief interview yes. with Louise. Yeah, so um, next we're going to listen to a pre-recorded interview. <clears throat> Excuse me, um, that I did with Louise Malcolm, um, who's involved in the Gasworks Backyard Cinema Program. Um, and they've got some queer screenings coming up. Um, uh, but in a minute, we're going to hear directly from Louise. How are we going with that file, Sasha? I think that it's going to work. Let's Excellent. see. So here we go. We're going to hear from Louise about um, Gasworks Backyard Theatre. Cinema. Cinema. <laughs> Hi folks, you're here with Amy on Queering the Air, 3CR, 855 AM. I'm here in our mobile studio with Louise Malcolm, one of the organisers of the Gasworks Backyard Cinema. Hi Louise. Oh, hello, thank you for having me, Amy. Thank, thanks for being here. Oh, no, thank you. Alrighty, so um, so tell us what about, a little bit about the Gasworks Backyard Cinema. Okay, uh, the Gasworks Backyard Cinema is an open air cinema uh, down the south side. It's at the Gatsworks Arts Park. Uh, it's a cinema that's been running for quite a few years, uh, just in the summer, January to March usually. Uh, but this year uh, I've come on board and we're partnering with a number of local organisations to put together the program. Uh, so we've partnered with Port Phillip Eco Centre, Port Phillip uh, Bicycle Users Group, Inner South Community Health Service, Albert Park College, amongst other organisations uh, to put together a program. Uh, we've also got some really fantastic queer content uh, this year, which is what we're going to be speaking about today, I think. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, tell us more about the program and particularly some of the queer stuff that you've got screening. Yep, sure. Okay. Uh, so, we started last uh, on the 15th of January. The first one was All the Time in the World, and we partnered with Port Phillip Eco Centre. And we've got another John Waters coming up uh, on the 5th of February, uh, the great film Crybaby, which features John, uh, Johnny Depp as uh, the title character, Crybaby, and it's sort of a spoof of Elvis films and juvenile delinquent films of the 1950s, 60s. Uh, it's a really accessible uh, John Waters film, I would say, uh, and one of his yeah most popular films. Mm. Uh, yeah, so that's coming up, and then we've got uh, the Melbourne premiere of a film called Guidance, and we're partnering with Joy uh, 94.9 on that one. That one's coming up on the 15th of February. Um, yeah, so we're pretty excited to, to queer up the Backyard Cinema this year. Uh, it's all they needs it, I think. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited to see Crybaby. I've actually not seen that before. I've seen Hairspray, but um, yeah, even though it's like a big cult film, I've just, yeah, I've never somehow missed it. Yeah, I mean, it, it also features uh, Debbie Harry and oh. Iggy Pops also in it. Exciting. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. The, the Melbourne Queer Film Festival are also running... Uh, a hair flip competition. <laughs> so if you've got particularly good hair, definitely come down um, <laughs> and you can win a prize uh, for your for your great hairdo. Fantastic. And um, so should people uh, pre-purchase their tickets, would you recommend for these films? 
Definitely for Crybaby, we've had a lot of interest in that one. Uh, guidance is still quite a ways away, but um, yeah, I would I would recommend booking tickets uh, beforehand. You can go to the Gasworks website, uh, the entire program's there, and you can pick up uh, pick up tickets there too. Uh, we've also got uh, some food vendors coming this year, so you can come along early. Uh, the doors open at seven. The film's not till sunset. Bring a picnic blanket, and you can have a picnic. Uh, that's something that we've also brought um, brought to the cinema this year, which we're pretty excited about. And we've got some really good food vendors coming. Uh, actually, for Crybaby, we've got my two mums ice cream sandwiches. Ah, yeah, cool. which we think is really perfect yeah. for that. Um, yeah, yeah. So we're pretty excited about about that addition as well. Yeah, fantastic. And how much are the tickets? Yep, okay, so for the Melbourne Queer Film Festival ones, if you're a Melbourne Queer Film Festival member, they're $15. Otherwise, it's uh, the tickets are 18 for concession and 20 full. So that's 20, 18, and then 15 if you're a member for Melbourne Queer. Cool. Yeah. So it's just kind of like going to the movies, but outdoors. Definitely. Um, and <laughs> the screenings we've had thus far have been really fun. You can also bring your dog. Um, yeah, it's been pretty cute. Uh, and yeah, people have been can arriving you, early and having a picnic. Can you put your dog in the competition? Oh, uh, that's a great <laughs> idea. Uh, I'll run it by uh, uh, Melbourne Cliff Film Festival. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a great great idea. I think we would go to that. Go Excellent. To that. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much. Um, it sounds like a great program. I'm really excited. I really love an outdoor um, cinema experience. So I'm looking forward to bringing some friends and picnic blanket and getting my ice cream sandwich <laughs> um so can you give us those dates again and maybe tell us about your facebook page sure sure okay so the dates for those queer screenings are 5th of february that's crybaby and the 19th of um february that's guidance the mom premiere of guidance and so we've got a facebook page gasworks backyard cinema you can also get us on twitter cinema uh, underscore backyard we're also on instagram gasworks backyard cinema and just go to the gasworks website for all the program information and tickets fantastic cool well thank you so much and uh look forward to seeing crybaby thank you thanks for having me amy you were just listening with louise malcolm uh from the gasworks backyard cinema program uh, this is Queering the Air, 3CR, 855 AM. Um, and she talked a lot in that uh, particular interview about Crybaby, um, John Waters' Crybaby, which, um, yeah, I, as I said on the thing, I'm also really excited about going to see. Um, but also they're going to be screening Hairspray. It was supposed to be screened uh, Friday night, but mm. they had to call it off because of this weird wild weather we Yeah, the weather was intense in on Friday. Yeah. Um, so it's actually going to be screening on the 6th of February, so the same time as the other films, um, which I'm not sure what time that is, but have a look at the program. you work it out. I'm sure they've probably updated the website as well. Yes. Um, and, yeah, so it should be fun. So Louise particularly asked me to mention that um, they're really encouraging people to come out and before the film and hang out. Um, oh, nice. You know, have a picnic and uh, be seen um, with your uh, hair flip. Uh, so you good. don't have as much hair anymore. Maybe you oh, might struggle with it. I might struggle with the hair flip yeah. these days. Yeah. It'll all <laughs> grow back though. Oh, my God. Um, I didn't actually realise that Hairspray was a queer um, uh, yeah. movie. I saw it when I was so young. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's a Jane Waters film. Yeah. Oh, right. Because yeah. it's a musical, right? It's set in Baltimore. Am I thinking mm. of the same thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the only things I remember is it's set in Baltimore. 
I'd never heard of Baltimore, and then Baltimore kept coming up after I saw Hairspray. Yep. Check it out. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to see that. I can, hopefully, I'll get along to that. <laughs> um, yeah, so the next um, event that we'd like to talk to you about that's coming up for Midsummer is um, an event that we actually did an interview um, of the director and the writer for, and that interview will be played next week. Tune in to Queering the Air. Um, so this is called the Ultimate Lesbian Double Feature. It's a very exciting sounding uh, double feature. It's <laughs> two plays um, on the one night playing at La Mama. Um, and both the plays are comedies and they imagine alternate realities that center queer women's experiences. Um, the first play is called Love in the Time of Sexting. Yes, that's right. Love in the Time of Sexting. And um, it explores what famous queer women literary figures would have sexted to their lovers throughout history. So we've got um, Virginia Woolf sexting Rita Sackville West and I guess Rita's also sexting Virginia back um, <laughs> and Sappho sexting her lover whose name I can't remember. Sorry, Sappho's <laughs> lover. And, um, yeah, various other figures, um, Emily Dickinson um, sexting her brother's wife who was also her lover. Um, and I think as far as I understand, it's just, uh, two actors on stage at a time reciting their sex to one another, <sighs> imagining different scenarios. What happens when you're sexting and the person doesn't sext you back? Oh God. Um, what do you say when you're sexting? What if you're not very good at sexting? So we discussed all of this in the interview. Um, <laughs> yes. In fact, um, the, these two, the writer and the, um, director, uh, Zoe Bernard and Lucy Hotchin actually met and then uh, Zoe accidentally sent Lucy a sext that was intended for someone else. So that sort of cemented their friendship. And you can hear more about that in the interview as well. Um, the second play is called The Party and it imagines that uh, being queer is not seen as sort of non-normative and uh, downright uh, shameful in the 1950s. And instead, um, we watch a public television broadcast announcement explaining how to host the perfect queer dinner party for the 1950s um so that's got the whole cast on stage anyway yeah go along um it's uh at la mama from the 6th of february until the 10th of february there's also gonna they're gonna rerun at la mama in october most most probably and also um if you happen to be a listener from sydney or going up to mardi gras um if you can't get tickets in melbourne they're also doing a two-week run in um for the mardi gras so yeah um it was lots of fun chatting to those guys in our mobile studio as amy likes to call it (laughs) (laughs) so we're going to cut to a couple more community announcements now You're listening to 3CR Radio. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au.
Is something worrying you? Need someone to talk to? Having trouble at work or at home? Call WIRE Women's Information on 1300 134 130, Monday to Friday, 9am to 5pm. Talk to a woman who cares. It's free and confidential Victoria-wide. You can talk to us about anything. You can also talk to us in your own language through our telephone interpreter service. So call WIRE on 1300 134 130 or visit wire.org.au. WIRE is a 3CR supporter. Again, so we are just winding up the show now. Um, you're listening to Queering the Air this afternoon on 3CR Community Radio. But don't turn off your radio just yet. No. We're going to be talking about Invasion Day. Yes, um, we are. Specifically events that are happening around Invasion Day. So um, I think most of our listeners are probably familiar with that term. But for those who aren't, um, Invasion Day is also known um, more widely, uh, widely, I say more widely, but widely as Australia Day. Um, but you know, it's also, it's quite, also quite widely known as Invasion Day because that was the day, you know, we celebrate still in this country, in this nation, um, the day that, uh, the white settlers invaded this country um, and declared terra nullius, which was, um, crap. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah, this, as Sasha said earlier, this land was not ceded, it was stolen. Yes. Yeah. So, um, as... Our listeners might be aware um, what the mainstream media tends to do around Australia Day, as they call it, is celebrate and even, you know, um, certain independent radio stations celebrate Australia Day and have a a musical chart that is... And, um, yeah, so we, we do things a bit differently here, but before we talk about what 3CR does for Invasion Day, um, there's a couple of events that you guys can head along to if you want. Yeah, so um, so we wanted to plug uh, the Invasion Day um, uh, demonstration, uh, I guess you'd call it, um, which is happening in Melbourne. Um, so war, the Warriors of Aboriginal Resistance, um, have called for people to meet on the Parliament House steps at 11.30am. Um, so that's on the Tuesday, Invasion Day, 26th of January. Um, and, yep, so you can get along. That's welcome to um, – all are welcome to that. And there's going to be some speeches, um, a smoking ceremony um, and that sort of thing. Um, the second thing we want to talk about was um, the Belgrave Survival Day. Um so that is um, outside of Melbourne, obviously, in Belgrave. Um, you can get a train there from the city. Um, and it's happening at the Borthwick Park in Belgrave. <coughs> Excuse me. Again, listeners. Um, so that's a pretty chill day where they have lots of um, music, um, face painting. It's a really nice kind of um, kids event. There's like a park there, um, like a playground there. <coughs> So that's from 12 to 5. Uh, and you get the train there and then they have a little bus which takes you over to the park. And they really encourage people to actually to um, get the public transport um, so it doesn't clog up that area too much with um, cars and the like. Um, yeah. Yeah. And there's also um, in the Treasury Gardens from 1pm to 7pm 
again on on the Tuesday is Share the Spirit Festival, um, and that will turn the Treasury Gardens into a thriving hub of Aboriginal dance, culture, and music. Um, it's presented by Songlines Aboriginal Music. Share the Spirit is the state's longest running Aboriginal music festival, running for over a decade. And yeah, definitely get along to that if if you're able. Um, and yeah, finally, uh, 3CR um, acknowledges Invasion Day um, with Invasion Day Live. Um, so tune in between 11 and 2 um, and um, hear the truth about Australia's colonial past and present and the current campaigns to right these wrongs. Join 3CR's Indigenous broadcasters Jill and McGuinness, Precious Memories, Robbie Thorpe, Fire First, Viv Marlowe, The Black Block, and Johnny Mac from Kuri Survival Show for commentary, interviews, music, and updates from rallies and actions across the country. So, again, that's from 11 to 2. And um, you can actually see more on our website if you want to have a look, um, 3cr.org.au. And, yeah, so that's pretty much our show. We've got a minute left. Mm -hmm. Um, Thanks, listeners, for tuning in. 